Translating God, a youthscape podcast dedicated to exploring how young people understand and respond to the Christian story. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Translating God podcast. Over the next few weeks, I'm being joined by the very wonderful Dr. Lucy Moore, and we are going to be getting stuck in to some data from the trend report that we are very excited about here at Youthscape. Lucy, give us a little bit of an idea. Where are we going to be heading? Well, firstly, like, what is the trend report? Okay, well, the trend report is the first part of three parts of the Translating God project. And this is a big project we've been doing Eavescape over the last few years. And the goal of that is to try to illuminate young people's culture a little bit more, so understand what is going on for them, but also build some bridges between the Christian faith and that culture so that we grow in confidence in how we can share that faith. So uh, the trend report is the first part of that. And what we did is we wanted to explore all the published research we could find about the experiences of teenagers and look at that over a long period of time. So we looked between sort of 2010 onwards, anywhere where people had asked the same questions to a group of young people every year so that we could say, right, 15 year olds, attitudes to climate change? How have they changed over a 10 year period? And we ended up with, oh my goodness, so much data. We whittled it down to about 50 charts that we thought, yeah, we're confident in that data. We think it's interesting. And more importantly, it tells a kind of broad picture of what's been going on in young people's lives and the things that have changed and the things that haven't changed so that we can be confident in the stories we tell about young people and their world rather than maybe just only drawing on our personal experience, as valid as that is. As valid as that is. And you're absolutely right. It's about listening to young people, isn't it? Putting them at the heart of this. Now, as someone, I've been a youth worker. I, I worked out the other day. I think I've been a youth worker on and off for about 25 years. So I kind of am a, cla- I'm, I'm your classic demographic because I, um, I kind of have my own lived experience of working with young people over quite a long period of time. And sometimes I think, well, I, I know what they think because I know what two or three of them in my area think. Do you think as we, we look into this data, are there going to be some surprises or is it going to be sort of reinforcing what we already know? What's your sense of how what mm. this might do to us? I suspect we might get a bit of both. Wonderful. So, yeah, I think there will. And that's actually what you research can usefully do. So sometimes it's quite helpful. You will have been saying to people, look, young people they're telling us they're anxious in a way they just weren't seven or eight years ago. Um, but we can give you this data say, no, you're right. Levels of emotional distress in 16 and 17 year olds, particularly, they've gone through the roof. Here's the data. But we might also say to you, um, well, did you know that certain kinds of antisocial behaviour, you might think they're getting worse because the lads around the back of your youth club have been graffitiing. Mm. But actually, look at this Look at this chart. Rates of vandalism have just remained completely static for the last 10 years. It's not particularly better or worse than it was before. Uh, so uh, whether that's a surprise to you depends on your particular yeah. context. But yeah, we're going to pull out things that I think will affirm and validate and give you evidence for things you already know. But I think there'll also be a few surprises in there. Um, yeah, that you might look at and go, wow, yes, that's a different story to what Mm. maybe we're hearing within the church culture or within society. Now, um, we're going to be doing this for a few episodes. Like you can just download this for free and just like wade into all the stuff yourself. So Lucy, why have we decided to, to you and I sit in these very lovely high backed chairs in this very lovely butte mills and, and talk about them? Because surely they're just stats. They talk for themselves, don't they? So why do we need you and me to just sit and (laughs) chat, chat through it? Yeah. Um, well, they don't quite talk for themselves, do they? Because when we look at 
charts, we always interpret and we always put them in in the light of our own experience and our own assumptions as well. So I think we need as many people as possible in the youth work community to look at this data and ask the question, what does this mean for us? Um, so what we're going to do is we're going to take a few different angles on this question. So the, the first conversation we're going to have It'll be a bit of an overview. We'll pick out a few highlights of things that whet your appetite, get you going to the website and looking at these charts. The second one is going to think about things that have changed in young people's culture that reveal a couple of things. One is the needs that they have. So how might we need to respond and change our practice because young people, they, they have different felt needs. Like, And if we don't pay attention we're not really serving them. Mm -hmm. So, but also the needs, but also gifts. What is it that's just changed in the culture that it doesn't have a particularly value judgment on? It's just different. And actually that's, if we pay attention to that, we, we bring something new into the culture of our youth work, into our church communities that's really wonderful. So that's the second conversation. The third conversation is going to ask how can you use this data to kind of advocate for your work as a youth worker and for young people? So we want to equip you to, to go to your church leader or to your local head teacher or to a local counsellor and say, look, this is what is going on for young people. They need support. They need services. They need youth work. They need help. And then the fourth one is going to be focused a bit more on the church. So what does all this mean for Christian communities and the church's mission? So how might we want to do things differently, think about our structures or our practices differently because of what has changed in young people's lives? Or, or do we just ignore all that and carry on doing what we've always done and assume that they'll slot right in? Or do we want to actually look at them and go, oh, we might need to adapt? Brilliant. So this is going to be a wonderful roller coaster ride. Any more lovely metaphors as we stare and gaze at these numbers that jump off the page? It will be roller coasters. It will be rabbit holes. It will be, be something oh else goodness. beginning with an R. The you and I are going to go down some deep rabbit holes. We're going to have to watch it. We're going to have to come back from the edge for some of those. So join us for the next few weeks for the Translating God podcast as we get stuck into what this data is and what this data means. Thank you.